the last you know, during the last week, well, we had a shir about Shleishalogim. During the last week, we learned some of the seifim which are talking about Shleishalogim. Some of you are already holding by snow. Some of you are already holding by shinimara, and some of you are holding by still by Shleishalogim. And we're going to focus now on the seifim which are relevant specifically to Shleishalogim. Um, yeah, it should be on there. The Shulchan in the If the main beginning of Shlesh Logan says a mikveh which does not have 40 sa'am, means not a mikveh kasher. If Four, if three lugim fall into the Maim Sheovim, they make it possible. Means all the water in the mikveh right now is possible, you can't have it. And the Shach right away explains there's no difference if the Shlesh Lugim come in the beginning, if the Shlesh Lugim come in the end, and uh, which we discussed in the previous year. It just was going to point out. What happens if you have Shlesha Lugin and then you have 40 sa'ah of kosher water that fall into it? So there's a Sheiltis, which is brought in the Besesif. No, Shlesha Lugin and Mam Shuvim fell into a boy without without Hamshacha. There's a Sheiltis, which is brought in the Besesif in Baisif Lamed, where he, Sif Lamed, Lamed Aleph. Where he says that if you have these gimelugim in the beginning, even if you have a full forty south kosher water afterwards, the mikveh is still possible. Huh? Maybe it's maybe it was mevatalit. Huh? Saying huh? Saying the mayan is machshav echolshu. It's a different gedim. Saying is that you have, and then everything that's inside is possible, and that's how. That's the halacha. That's how we go until you wash out. We have to wash out the the, the problematic water. It's but the the, the make shamim, right? Make shamim a forty sa'ah that came on top of shleishalug and shuvim makes the whole mikveh puzzle, even though it's forty sa'ah. Even if it comes in one shot, a forty sa'ah. Huh? If it comes in one shot, there are certain discussions that if it comes in one shot, it will be machshirit, but. We follow that it does not the 40 sa'ah become all puzzle unless it's done in such a way that it pours out, pushes out the puzzle of water, which we'll discuss at a different time. If it doesn't make it possible, yeah. Now, there's an interesting question Mayim that came through something which is Mechabal Tuma, not through Shuvim. That means it ran over a keli, which is not not a keli. Over something which is a tuma, but it's not a keli. Does that also? Do we also say that it's gimelugim, or do we say that it's like other things that we learned about that it goes based on adruboy? That if it's nineteen nineteen uh, of versus twenty one, it's fine. There is a sefer called Mea Shiloyach. I think you have it in the back of your safer, but since last time I 
thought that you have a safer and nuts. I still made a copies from the old one. But I think you have it in your safer. That means it doesn't have a base kibble, so it's not really a keli. That's that means that also Mechabal Tum was also Poisel in Shleisha Lugim. And in Sif Cotton Bays, the beard on the side, he explains all his rayas. First of all, from the Lashen Poislim, that the Lashen Poislim refers that it makes the whole Mechabal If it would be just something, uh, Poislim is also used elsewhere. That it makes the makes make the puzzle. So we as we see that Mikabal Tuma is using the same Lashans as Shuvim, so it's obviously the same Shir also. And he brings Rais from the Mishnayas. And then he concludes, he says, Well, according to the Rash, the whole Gzeda of Shuvim, like Zeta, the whole Isr of Shuvim is a is is comes out from the Isr of Mikabal Tuma. Because the main thing is Avayasa de Tahara. So if you have, so now we see that Shuvim is secondary to Mechabal Tumah. So if by Shuvim it's Gimelugim, for sure by Havayosei, or the Tumah it's also Gimelugim. That's, huh? Shoch is okay. Where is Havayosei the Tumah? Ligin over mokim lemokim is a machlekas over there if it's the animals or the people. And there's a question: Why are they making it possible? Is it possible mitzad shuvim? Is it possible mitzad? Is it becomes like shuvim? We're not we're going to discuss it in a second. We'll get to it soon. There's a gedulei tahara. This. Nachal Sifkot Lamatchez, Gdul Tahara has the inside and it has two Pirushim, Nachal and Gava, two sides. So Nachal Sifkot Lamatchez, he holds the other way around. He says, but by, by Tume, he doesn't make it possible until Ruba. And he says, close to the end of Sifkot Lamatchez. That means if you have 21 kosher, you have 19. Of Tuma, it doesn't make it possible. And what does it mean not possible? That means you can't toivel in it because it's not uh, kosher water, but it's not water that makes it possible. So you will need another 19 sa'ah to complete the 40 sa'ah of rainwater over there. But the Lechem Vesimla, which we mentioned in the past, is from the Kitzah Shochanaruch, the one who wrote the Kitzah Shochanaruch wrote the Lechem Vesimla also. In similar Sifkat and Gimel, he brings, first he brings the Mashiach and asks a few questions on him. And the Gedule Tahare, and he's Poyrech, what the Gedule Tahare says. And he concludes in Sifkat and Pegimel, Lech and Nira Lafini is Daiti Ha'ikar, the Gam Gimel Lugim, or Yedom and Mechabal Tumor, Poyrech and Samikhla. So he passes like the Mashiach, that even for Mechabal Tumor, also Gimel Lugin is Poyrech and Samikhla. Now, there is something from the Tzemach Tzedek, which I could not find now, but it's, I, I seem to recall that Tzemach Tzedek 
seem to be machmer over here. It's not clear. I couldn't find it, so that's why I didn't print it. Um, I did find something from the Rebbe Rashab. It's a long letter from the Rebbe Rashab. I didn't print the whole letter in the booklet. I only printed the relevant paragraphs. It's Simon Samachvov in his Shal's Chuvas Teras Shalom. And he discusses the whole concept of Gimelogim. And over there, page Kufchov Ches, Kufchov Tes, which you have by you, towards the end of the page of Kufchov Ches, has a Dibra Maschel Madana Yomtev. Madana Yomtev was a Pirush on the Rosh. And the Madana Yomtev says that the Psul of Gimelogim, talking about when the when the people, when the league game passes, the animals splash the water, or the people splash the water. Why is it if people splash the water, the water is not kasha? He says, because the person is mekabal tumah. That's what the Madani Yomtev explains, that why the Rosh Paskins is machmer. The person is mekabal tumah, and therefore, the water that he caused to move, it's not it's not shuv, it's mekabal tumah. The water that he caused to move makes the makes the mikveh possible. And Rebbe Rashab right away asks a question. How could you say, first of all, that this is the psul? The Rosh is talking about Shuvim. This whole paragraph in the Rosh that the Madani Yom Tov is referring to is talking about Shuvim, not talking about Kabbalah, and the Rosh wants to tell you that when a person causes the water to come to the mikveh, it has the same category of psul as Shuvim. Not because of Kabbalah's Tumah. And one of the proofs he brings is, from something that you learned in Shulchan Aruch, that when you squeeze a piece of clothing into the mikveh, Shloy Shalugin makes the mikveh possible. Right? Now, this piece of clothing has no base kibble. Okay, there are certain opinions that there's different opinions, different achrainim would say that there's a difference between a thick piece of clothing and a thin piece of clothing is absorbed or not absorbed. But simply looking at it, a piece of clothing doesn't have a, you pour water through it, it'll go right uh, right through it. There's no base kibble. So he explains the problem is that by the person, the hands of the person squeezing this okay, this baguette, it becomes shuvim, and not because of tumah. It's, it's mentioned in the same seif as shuvim. The Rebbe Hashab even uses the expression, What connections there between Havayosi and Tahara to Gimelogim? So the Rebbe Hashab comes and explains a different explanation. He says, A keli which is not Mechabal Tumu, I mean something which is not Mechabal Tumu, for whatever reason, whether because it has a big hole, or because it's a broken piece of something, or because it's a pshute, Kalim from not from not from metal, not from wood, which is not which is which is not Makabal Tumma. All these we'll call them Kalim, which are not Makabal Tumma, they not considered a Kali. That means they never entered the definition of a Kali. Whichever way this Kali is not Makabal Tumma, for whatever reason, if Apihalacha this Kali is not Makabal Tumma, then it's not it's always Kali. It's not Bechal together from a Kali. Bemela, any water that goes on top of it is not shuvim. It's not a keli. But a keli, which halachically is mekabel tumah, re- receives a halachic definition of a keli. Ah, you're going to say there's no ikuv mayim. The water doesn't stop over there. There's no... Uh, if halachically this 
thing is something which is mekabel tumah, it receives the definition of a keli. Ah, a flat piece of wood, a flat piece of metal. It's mekabel tumah, but it doesn't hold any water. But it's a keli. Why is every pipe a keli? It's made from plastic, not from metal. If you're going to say, even metal that it's in mekabel tumah, is only if it was not made for the purpose of installing an abinion, a cover of abinion. So Wait a second. What? What? What do you mean? I don't understand the question. Yeah, the Rebbe Hashem explains that if it's something which is a keli, by halachic definition of a keli, by it becoming mekabel tum, if it's something which is mekabel tumah, so by the mere fact that halachically it's mekabel tumah, it become it it has a definition of a keli which makes the water passing on it possible like shovim. Make a box. That yeah. Is made to, in order to be part of it. Yeah. So you don't have to cover it with plastic. With the yeah, but the nails, but but it's only if you're talking about the nails, I already explained it. The nails are only the nails that are made specifically only for for construction. Smaller nails are not. But, but those nails you don't have to cover. Those nails you don't have to cover. We still do anyways because you don't want anything metal touching. So therefore, he says, Be'etzem. Yeah, the Kabbalah's Tumah and Sheuvim are not really connected one to another when it comes to to uh, to the Shir of Gimelogim. Elamai, you have something which is Mekabal Tumah. By it being Mekabal Tumah, it receives the definition of a Kali. By receiving the definition of a Kali, any water that goes over it is possible. It's not Sheuvim. So we see, according to Rabbi Hashab, we could say there's no really machlekas over here. Because whether you hold that 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 Gimel, that Mikabal Tuma has a share of Gimel Lugin, or Mikabal Tuma does not have a share of Gimel Lugin, it has a share of more, it really doesn't make a difference. Because if it went on a Kali, something which has a category of a Kali, which is Mikabal Tuma, or a person that is Mikabal Tuma, it becomes. Like Sheuvim. So the only what what difference is there if we say that it becomes a pasul like Sheuvim and not mitzad mekabel tuma? Mekabel tuma apostle deraisa. Sometimes Sheuvim. A lot of times you have a category of Sheuvim which is only derabanan. So when you have a suffix, if you know which category to put the water into, you will know. If a suffix is the chumrah or the kula. So basically, regardless of which way we look at it, if we take the, Rebbe, the way that Rebbe Rashab explains it, you have to make sure that the water that comes into the mikveh has to have nothing after the hamshacha. Because the hamshacha takes away the tumah from it. And it's not the same category mamish as shuvim. It's like shuvim. It's not the same category yeah, as shuvim. It's too much possible to rise. Now we also have the Tahara. The discussion of it's possible to rise. I'm saying that it's a situation of Hagabayim. Hagabayim is not a Kabbalah. That's why it's. Uh, it's a Shiloh. If it's Mitzad Tumma or Mitzad Das. If it's Mitzad Tumma. If it's Mitzad Tumma. If it's Mitzad Tumma. It's okay, anyways. Allah says it's okay. So therefore, sometimes you'll have a situation 
that somebody wants to direct the water into the mikveh. You build the mikveh, and I think I mentioned it over here, that when you want, there is a takana from the Rebbe, I think, I, I don't know if I mentioned it, that the water of the city water should fall on top of the bottom boil when the mikveh is filled up. So, if you look under... Ah? And not fall on the floor and, 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 and roll on the floor. It should fall straight into on top of the Baratach and becomes Zriya that, at that moment. So a lot of mikvahs you'll see when they have the opening of the Baratachtin under the steps will be a hole under the steps which feeds the city water. How do you make a hole under the steps that turns? You stick two pipes in and right before it dries you pull the pipe out. Explain to you. When you want to make, you want to have the water that comes into the mikveh come through the wall and fall straight on top of the bottom bar. Right? So wherever the if the bottom bar is exposed in a place, regular place where you see it, so it's very easy. You have an opening on top of the mikveh, and you have where the city water comes in from, and you have the bottom boy right next to it, and the water comes off this uh, this hamshacha, falls right on top. What happens practically when you have a mikvah, a lot of mikvahs are built today to make it nicer, the bottom boy, the entrance to the bottom boy is under the steps. First of all, for safety, so nobody gets his foot stuck over there. Second, it's much nicer. You don't have a hole in the middle of the mikvah. So now you have to figure out how you're going to get the city water to come to there. Hole where? So there is a hole under the steps. You make a hole under the steps that's leading to the to the wall. So you have this is the you have a a a uh, huh? I don't have pictures. This is this is the steps you go down to the mikveh. On this is a slant, right? So this is the steps going down into the mikveh. Here is the bottom board. Under here there's an opening. Right here is going to be a hole. Under the steps. Under the steps. So now, you don't see a hole when you go down the steps. Right, okay. The hole is only from under. Right. So how do you get this hole over here to get the water? No. So there's a the hole through here, and then it takes a turn through the concrete, and it comes up through the wall of the mikveh to where the amshacha is. So there's no pipe. You can't put a pipe over there. So what you do is you stick plastic pipes in there and to have the right size. But when the concrete... Huh? Wait. Huh? No, because you make it right under the second step. It's very short. You might even be able to make it straight. Huh? Might not even have to go through the steps. Yeah. So, so... Sometimes you'll stick a pipe into there and you have to remember to pull it out before the concrete dries because otherwise you're not going to get it out. It's a keili. So you can put styrofoam, you could do something like that. Some people take a piece of pipe and they'll wrap it in 10 uh, layers of of, uh, saran wrap. So that, and then you put it into the concrete. The concrete dries, then you pull it out because it slides. You have ten rolls of ten pieces of saran wrap. Even the first three of them got stuck to the concrete. The next seven will let it slide out. 
But what I'm saying is, if you have such a thing, or if you have a pipe that you used just as a, as a space holder that is made from metal, and it has, especially if it has a, a cap on the bottom for whatever reason, you just used a placeholder pipe. You took a random pipe. And you forgot, and it has and it has grooves inside. It has the threads, like I showed you. It's, it's a keli. So now you have amshacha. You made your water kosher. When it came through there, it became a problem again. No, so you have to check the cement to make sure you don't leave anything in there. I'm saying you have to make sure that from amshacha, it does not touch anything that's mekabel tuma after the amshacha. It cannot touch anything that's mekabel tuma after the amshacha. The amshacha should be the last place that the water touches before it lands on the mikvah. Ah? Uh, what? On top of the water, like a stream on top of the water. Falls through the hole. It's a strong stream. Yeah. Now another thing is this is where we go if you we follow the Rebbe's shit to the tiles the chatchila. Our mekabel tuma, not mekabel like So then, if you have the water that's falling on the tiles before it goes, you again have the same problem, because the water, instead of landing and becoming kosher, it lands on something which is not that kills ruins amshacha. And also, you have to check when you pour the mikveh. You have, like I explained to you, you have the metal that holds the concrete together. And sometimes, if you don't really know perfect, the cement wasn't poured perfectly, there might be metal still sticking out in certain places in the concrete on top. You might have to go and cover it afterwards. Make sure that that metal is covered. Because otherwise, the water is going to be touching the metal. Now, how does the mikvah become possible in Shleisha Lugim? First of all, First rule is, as in Siftas Vav, mikveh has to have less than 40 saw. Because if it has 40 saw, and if so, we're not going to get into the Ravid now, but not so, not so. What I'm saying is, Shulchan Aruch is, if it has more than 40 saw, it becomes possible. Second thing is, second rule of Shleishalugim is, the Shleishalugim have to fall into the mikveh. And get mixed into the water there. If the water did not fall into the mikveh and get mixed into the water, into the water of the mikveh there, full shleishalogim doesn't make the mikveh possible. If it's less than shleishalogim, you have a keli which has the shochanarach. If you have a bottle which is could hold more than shleishalogim and it falls into the mikveh, but the opening of the bottle is small, that not all the water will come out, it doesn't make the mikveh possible because the mikveh does not have shleishalogim that fell into it. It has a bottle with shleishalugim that's inside the mikveh, but not all the shleishalugim of Maim Shulim fell into the mikveh. So you have this mikveh less than forty saw, and the bottle falls into it—a full bottle with water—and it's open and it falls straight down. It doesn't fall, doesn't fall uh, pouring into it. it; just falls in, and, all, and the water didn't come out of it. It's not a problem, according to Shulchan Aruch. What do you mean? Ah, no, no, I'm saying Shulchan Aruch says that. That's in Sif design. Then you have in Sif Yutes, you have two mikvahs. Each mikveh has less than 40 saw. And each one of them falls into it, 
less than shloisha lugim. Let's say a lug and a half falls into the mikvah on the right, and a lug and a half falls into the mikvah on the left. Each mikvah has less than 40 sa. Both mikvahs, you can't toivel in them because they have less than 40 sa. But none of them became possible. Okay. Now they both connected together. Whatever it is, the wall broke between them. Or it was a thin wall, whatever it is, they both connected together. The halacha is, the halacha is that it become, it's still kasha. Even though now, when it joined together, you have a full shloshalugim of water in there. Why None of them had the the, the, the the definition of a name of Pasal, Nikral of Shimpsu. Yeah. In the police of an alpha test it says that in the situation that you table two kills one inside the other one. Yeah. And the outside one is the key the, the top part is very very narrow. Yeah. It's good. Right? Yeah. Why? Because where it goes in. Yeah, saying. but it's empty. We're talking about a full bottle. But it asks one second, but it asks Take a bottle of colored water like the sea, the and dump it in and you'll see it's not going to happen so fast. It's a very, very, very long time for the water from a narrow bottle. Take a bottle of wine. Well, my question is... It's not going to go out, but it's part of it. Part is not a thing. The whole psul of Shlish Lugan is the Shlish Lugan fell into a mikvah. Nafru, venis arvu. Not that it's not that you have Shlish Lugan sitting in this independent container that is touching the mikvah. No, uh-huh. the water is touching the mikvah. Just the top of the water is touching the mikvah. Not all the Shlish Lugan. Right? So Shochanach says it has no, back to what we were saying, has no shame psul in it. Therefore, if these two mikvahs, each one of them never had a shame, so if these two mikvahs got together, they don't become possible. You need a to touch them together. Does it get mixed in? Yeah, shaka works. If the water did not come out of the bottle, then it does not make the mikvah possible. Even though it has a shaka. Yeah. So shaka works three matches at the possible. Yeah. This is based on the halacha that the top water and the bottom water don't mix. Nothing to do with top. We're not talking top and side. Top and bottom. Top and bottom water don't mix because they they mix, but much slower. That's just because whatever difference of nature. Anyways, the and then the Shulchan Aruch also says if it's the other way around that you had one mikveh which was less than forty saw and full shloisha lugin fell into it and then that mikveh split into two, now each because whatever was that overflowed the two places float split into two places, then even though each side doesn't have shloisha lugin, it's still possible because that mikveh became possible by definition. There is a machlekes achreinim. What are we talking about over here when you have two mikvahs? That each one, the Shabbat Shachonor says, you have two mikvahs and each one has less than 40 sa'ah and it gets a look and a half. What are we talking about? That then, that when they join together, it doesn't make it possible. There are some people would say 
that the only way these two mikvahs together become kosher is when them t- the two together have 40 saw of rainwater. So then we say you have 40 saw of rainwater combined, and you have a lug and a half and a lug and a half. So at the moment of combination, it became 40 saw. The same moment also became shloisha lugin. So I, the shloisha lugin, became one piece, but it's already 40 saw, so it became kosher. And uh, and the the or even if not, if you say that if you say that each one of these never had a name of puzzle, then even if you have eighteen saw in one plus a lug and a half, and eighteen saw in the other one plus a lug and a half, when they join together, you have thirty six make shamim, three gimel, three lugim. And it still doesn't make it possible. Ketzemach Tzedek, which I think you have over there, the first Tzemach Tzedek that I put over there, and in Chidushim on the Mishnais. Now there's Chidushim on the Mishnais, and it was printed originally. That's the first part of the book. Afterwards, they found new things. It's, we'll call it Chedek Beis. It's, that's a, it's a different one. It's a later page numbers. So in the Chidushim, Peregil Mishnah Aleph, he explains that even if after... He goes through it, explains it at length, that even after there's a chibur of, of the two mikvahs together, even if there's less than 40 saw on each one, it doesn't become possible because it never had that means this each one of them never became possible and Therefore, even if they combine together, now you have 36 of rainwater and three logan. All you have to do is add another four logan of rainwater, and it's good. That's what Samachsalek explains. And the third rule of Shlesha Logan is a difference whether you're talking about that the whole boil is filled with Maim Shovim, and then you want to be Machshirat, or you had a mikveh which had less than 40 saw. And you and Shlisha Lugin fell into it, how do you machshe? How do you machshe a mikveh which had Shlisha Lugin and made it possible? So just remember the main one of the questions that are important to know over here is whether when a mikveh becomes possible, does any water that fall into it afterwards? Also become possible becomes the same category or not? That's I'm not going to get into it at this moment. Let's continue. Huh? Good water, Good water falls into a mikvah which is possible. You have twenty saw make shamim. Then shleishu lugin fell into it, made it possible. What's the category of the next water that falls into it? What's the category of the water that's in there now? In seif chaf, I'm just going to say this: seif chaf, you have a scenario like this. You have a boil which is filled with Maim Shuv. It's a simple Shulchanaruch. A boil which is filled with Maim Shuvim. And you have a stream of rainwater going into it and a stream coming out from the other side. Rainwater, not mine, because mine is Metabakol Shuv. It's connected. Um, a stream of rainwater. The halacha says, it remains possible until that time that you make a calculation 
that there's no that there's nothing left of the sheuvim, not nothing. There's less than shalishalugim of sheuvim left in this boy. It means the amount of water that has to flow into the boy and come out of the boy has to be enough to drain out all the water, the ma'am sheuvim that's there until it's less than shalishalugim, and the draining of this water has to be done apicheshven, the mathematical calculation. Right. So, uh, obviously, there's still voice in that part. I mean, the, the hole that was on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the ways to explain it is you're talking about. Now you have a a I means a simple way of looking at it is you have a bird, which has let's say twenty saw of mime shulvim. Now you're going to have rainwater going into it. It's a big enough hole. So the water which came into it doesn't become possible right away. It's possible to tivel, but the water doesn't get the category of shuvim. It just, you can't tivel on it. It doesn't become chatichanas in the veil, basically. But you have to have enough water which is going to flush out the bad water. Right? Another way of saying is, no, even the water that goes into here and sits in the boil becomes... And you need much more to drain, to flush it out. Now, how do you make this cheshman? The shach sifkotun and vav, which brings the raivid, that says two ways of making a cheshman, either mechzal mechza or percentage-wise. And the shach is, says that we're machmir both ways. Right? How does it, how does it, the shach says in the name of the raivid that we're going to be machmir both ways. Whether if percentage-wise is going to give us the need to flush more water, we'll follow that. If mechzal mechzal will give us the need to flush more water, we'll follow that. How do you make this calculation? You have a bird which has 40 saw ma'im shovim. Yeah, 40 lugin. 40 lugin ma'im shovim. That's it. Not a lot of ma'im shovim. 40 lugin ma'im shovim. Now, this rainwater um, uh, um, uh, stream is going to bring another 120 lugim of maim shuvim into there. So now you have a total of 160 lugim of maim shuvim inside this boy. Not maim shuvim, 160 lugim of maim inside this boy. 40 original, 120 that came from the stream. And 80 lugin came out through the pressure. 80 lugin came out. So you have 120 came in, 80 came out, and you have 80 left inside. Because you have the original 40, 120 flowed in, 80 came out, you left with 80. So now, sorry, not 180, 160. 160 total, and from that, because you have 40 plus 120, so you have, so that means inside this 160, a quarter of them are shuvim, because you had 40 lugin shuvim originally, now you have through with the plus 120, so from the total 160, you have a quarter which is shuvim. So when 80 all walk out of there, which is half of the water that's came in, half of the water that's inside plus what came in, because half of 160 is 80. So 
how much water came out in this 80? You say it's a quarter. So a quarter of 80 is 20. So 20 Lugan came out. 20 Lugan of Shuvim are still inside. So if you do it, percentage-wise, you're going to have to flush another until another 80 Lugan come out. And that way, the first 80 Lugan took out a quarter, which is 20 Lugan. The next 80 Lugan took out another 20 Lugan. And you got rid of all the 40. No, we say it goes, it goes, uh, flows, it clears it all out. We don't say that it stays in there uh, like that. <laughs> all of it comes out. Right, so if you do it you're going to have to, to to flush through it two times 80. So each one, each each time of the 80 will take out a quarter of the water. But if you're going to do it half and half, you're going to say that it goes based on half and half. So if I flushed into there enough that 80 Lugan came out, half of that is 40. So it's all clear. Now what happens if you have it the other way around? You have the other way around. You have a boy which has 120 logim of Maim Shuvim. And the Amma could only bring in 40 logim. So now you have a total of 160, but it's in reverse. A quarter of the total water is, make sure, is, is kosher water. And three quarters is Maim Shuvim. And somehow you got 80 Lugan out of that bird. With enough pressure, whatever it is, 80 Lugan came out. So if you're going to go to Fichajbin, you're much better off. Because already 60 Lugan came out. Out of 80 that came out, 60 are among Shulvin. Because three quarters. And if you're going to do half and half, only 40 came out. Because out of 80, only 40. So, whichever way you're going to look at it, sometimes it's going to be machmer to follow the half and half. Sometimes it's going to be machmer to follow the fichashmen. And the Ravid says you machmer both ways. That's how the Shach understands it. However, however, the halacha is that Amor Paskins in the end of Sifchav Beis, im hoisa kolo she'uva, afilu nasnach yotzek limilu v'oidlo mehani lamechashmen amayim ayotzen fiyelach akshen v'apsulim, you always do a fichashmen, whether it's the Chumrah or the Kula, you always do according to calculation. Now, this words of the Ramah are very important because that's going to be the base for a whole different Machlech is going to get to some. The way the Shach explains this, it seems that if this boy is filled to the top with Maim Shovim, any water, then the new water comes in and washes out the old water, or whether the boy was only half filled, and to be able to flood it, you first have to fill it up halfway and then flood it out. It still doesn't become, doesn't there's no difference, whichever way, whether the boy was totally filled to the top or not filled to the top, as long as enough rainwater came in, enough water came out, the cheshmet's fine. However, the way that Taz understands the Rambam in Sifkat Lamed Beis over there, and that's if he, he the, the way that Taz understands it, it seems according to the Rambam, you have to be Mechashev also for the water that came into the Boyer 
before it overflowed. That also you have to add it to the calculation to flood it out. So if the bird had capacity of 40 saw and only had 20 saw shuvim, so you had to add another 20 saw to reach the top to flood it. Those 20 saw also is a problem. They also have to be flooded out. There's a lot of uh, discussions in the Achreinim how to understand how does this fit with the Rambam. I'm not going to get into it now. So this is when you have... Huh? Because hmm? if Abraham is still coming one shot, he's retired. Huh? It falls, it falls all into it in one shot. The whole chadlis falls into it in one shot. So make it kosher in one shot. Now, this is about a bird which had rain, which had maim shuvim inside of it. Sif Chafal of Chafbeis talks about a mikveh which had kosher water and became possible through Gimelogin. So Sif Chafal is talking about a big mikveh. It's a big hole. Right now it has in it less than 40 so. And Shloy Shalugan fell into it, so this whole thing became possible inside of it. And you have the capacity to add a full 40 so of rainwater into it. So we would think that adding 40 saw is enough to make it kosher. Comes and tells you, no. You have to flood the mikveh until it's going to come out of the mikveh the amount of water that was in this boil in the beginning. So in, if this boil had 39 saw kosher water and three lugin puzzle, you have to add enough water into there and calculate how much water comes out of it until you see the 39 lugin plus a little bit came out. And then you know you got rid of the original water that was in there. That was a problem. Tzemach Tzedek. This is the next Chidushim of Tzemach Tzedek. And this is in, in the second part of Chidushim. Same, same Mishnah, Perigimah Mishnah Aleph. Asks a question. He says, if there's a mikveh which holds 40 saw, yeah? Let's say a regular hole in the ground holds 40 saw. And it has... 19 se'ah kosher. And one se'ah sho'uv falls into it. So now you have 20 se'ah. If you're going to add water into this mikveh until 20 se'ah flood out, flood out according to cheshbin, you're going to only get out half a se'ah or maybe less, depending how you make the cheshbin. You might have to flood at 80 cell of rainwater or 100, 160 cell of rainwater. There's different chashbinus over there. But the free chashbin, you're not going to flood out this cell of make shaman, of, 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 of maim shulvin. So why is it kosher? Shulchan Aruch says the pashtus, if it became possible, you flood out what was there before and shalma Yisrael. But if you're going to use the, the logic of chashbin, which we used for a boyd, that's filled with Maim Shulvim, how would it work in such a scenario? If you're going to only take out Milui Ve'oid, you're not going to solve the problem. There's still for sure more than Shloisha Lugin, Maim Shulvim in this mikvah. You have one saw. Saw is 24 Lugin. If I have a boy which has 40 saw, and holds 40 saw, have 19 saw, make Shamim. One saw of Maim Shulvim fell into it. I have 20 saw. I'm going to go now and flood the mikveh until 20 saw come out. 
right? Okay. So now, how much water did I have to add into it? I have to add 41. Because I have to first put 20 to fill it up to the top. And another 21 to push out the old ones. But from that from that amount, how much comes out from the original water? It's two, two, two to one ratio. Because I added 40 and I took out 20. So I added 40, I have 20, and I added 40 more. So I have 60. Right? I have 60. I Out of those 60, 20 came out. So from those 20, a third is from the Shovim. From the original, I put 41, huh? I put 41, I put, uh... 41. So for, part of it is from the original Cheshman. But you still have some of the original Se'ah in there. It's not Shloy Shalugan. Shloy is very little. You fought 20 Se'ah, you get Shloy Shalugan out right away. Doesn't the Shach have some Se'ah? Huh? Doesn't the He doesn't discuss about if it's more than Shlai Shalogan. He doesn't discuss if it's more than Shlai Shalogan. But they don't answer, they don't explain his question. They don't answer what happens to it. They just say it's kosher. So I said from the beginning. They say it's kosher and they don't say what's going to be, what happens over here. Why does it help? It's an authentic explains. So you still have to give us uh, a half a log of Maim Shalogan. You have more than Gimel Logan. Have a half a cell. And it's not saying it brings a few different ways of calculating it. You might end up having to flood a lot more than, than 80 to get a pichesh and everything out. Based on all those the discussion of how yeah. saying that the word that comes in is not quite possible. Just so you're not allowed to take on it because you still have mind food. Yeah, when you flood it, it doesn't make it possible. Yeah. So he says, it's not sexist, Shema Yeshleimah. He says, maybe you can answer at the end of that paragraph, the first paragraph of Peregimel. Since he had a bit of in the beginning. So yes, it made all the water possible. But ultimately, that Se'av Shuvim became Batl Badoiv. Because you have, it's Min Bamin, it's Batl Badoiv. So you have, uh, you have uh, 19 verses 1, it became Batl. So there, it's, it's, it's enough of in in this scenario. And therefore, you don't need Lefi Cheshben for this Se'ah which fell in of Shuvim. The only time you need Lefi Cheshben is in the Bayer which is fully Shuvim. That's Tzemach Tzedek's shit. Now, the Tzemach Tzedek over here is interesting that he uses, he clearly tells you, it's clear, he says, that the shear of Gimel Lugin is Lavdafka. It means when, the, when it says, it says that what, to make a mikveh kosher, that you need Milui Ve'oid, it could be more than Gimel Lugin also. If like 19 plus 1 is much more than Gimel Logan. 19 plus 1, 19 sa'ah plus 1 sa'ah, each sa'ah is 24. So you have, uh, it's more than than than, uh, than Shlesh Logan. When Shulchan Aruch says Shlesh Logan, that you could flood it and make it kosher, it doesn't mean specifically Shlesh Logan. More. Less is never makes it possible. 
Yeah, you have to get rid of the extra, so it should to remove. So in this case, no, you need to until you have less than shalom. So, your the point of miluy v'oid means you had miluy means you had nineteen cell, and then shloish shalom fell into it. So you take out nineteen plus a little bit to make the shloish shalom less than shloish shalom. But if you have a lot more than shloish shalom, so you're gonna have to take out until you drain it less than shloish shalom. Based on the in a situation that I don't have more than eighty. At exactly 60, the amount of exact. What? Exhaustion. If what? In a situation that you're saying, instead of asking a question, comes out that you have. He answered, but he answers it's not. He still followed the that it's that it's that's, uh, that's okay. That it's okay. But you still have to add more water, he says, no? No, he said, like a Shukhanach says, you have to add water. Not the Fichajman. You just have to add as much to drain out what's but there. I don't have any more. I have exactly 60. So you have to figure out how to get enough water into there. So Mishnah says you put a you put a plug on the roof, whatever it is, and you get the water. You have enough water over there. There happens to be there's a Gulas Ilias which I printed for you. I'm not going to go through it now. It's long, very long. He goes completely the other way. He says that the whole reason why Miloy Veoid works is only in Shleishalugin Metzum Tzamim, because then by flooding the mikveh. You'll get for sure the fi but you for sure get rid of the shleisha lugan. Not like it's a machzor. It's other cases that you won't get the fi chesed. You won't get if it's more than shleisha lugan. You have to do the fi chesed. Why does the Why does the Bishayzer say? He says he explains to you why you don't need it. That's talking about gimel lugan. He goes through. There's eight, there's ten, ten say from the Gulasilius. I printed it all for you if you want to learn it. I'm just pointing it out to you. But Maisa, we follow the machzor, not the Gulasilius. So the machzor says that we follow meloy void. Shatzah the whole the whole reason that it's been like that is because because you're, you're going to get you're, you're going to get what the cheshbon. That seems like he's, he's saying that you could have been you need you need what the cheshbon gemulugin. In where? In the shachan sifkav sifkav. Sifkav Bay says says because you're going to get the fichajbon. Because you're going to get the fichajbon. Says Hasukol came have a have a not so you're saying the Sagi would have been enough to do, but you still have to do. But if it's more than that, they have to do. No, he doesn't say that. you have to do chvichashim more than that. He's just saying the case of some chavez or such like shluchim. Over here, it's all of. He says the sif chavez, the fi aminadin, it would have been enough to just be mishal chvichashim. Yeah, and the chumra by the chumra bechdemim. You could understand the shachar. We can understand that he says that that is talking about because when you have forty saw and uh, you have twenty thirty nine saw and shleish shalugin, you don't need to flood thirty nine a little bit to get out shleish shalugin fichash yeah, either. Much less. The other way around. around. That's what I'm saying. The Tanakh says no. The Gulasilia says eight page, four pages tells you why yes. The 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 um, you could understand it, but he's talking about only the chul. That we're machmer kadeim miloy void. Not that you always have to do the fichajbin. Doesn't tell you that if it's more than that, you have to do the uh, fichajbin. But if, yeah. if miloy void is, is only is only is the chumra, then that means we should be when when the fichajbin is, is more the chumra, then we should go, we should do. Yeah, I'm saying you can understand it either way. And then in seif. Chavbeis, which is the end of this, uh, what we're talking about today, he's talking about a mikveh which has exactly forty cell place. 
and you had 40 saw minus 3 logan and 3 logan came into there and now the mikvah is totally full you can't add another drop of water into it so you need to have into it you have to flood it with with uh, you have to get enough water into it to take out all those 40 saw that are there um I mean, it's just under 40 saw because you need the 39 and uh, you just have to get get that the Shlesha Lugin should be less than Shlesha Lugin. So it's right under 40 saw. And the halacha is that the water that comes in takes it out. Are you going to ask me a question? You're going to see, scientifically speaking, if you have a full thing of water, you're not going to be able to get, when you're going to pour water into it, the majority of the water that's going to come out in the beginning is going to be from the old water. As it slows down, the percentages change. Or maybe Bechla is going to take out most of the water in the beginning is going to be water that, that, that uh, depends on the pressure. You might, three quarters of the water is going to be water that you just poured in. So I saw, I don't remember where I saw it. There's an explanation. He says, even though the halacha is like that, why? They went and they made a cheshven, some kind of calculation. When you start the flow in the beginning, you're going to push out more more of the old water and less of the new water. And as it... Pressure. Huh? With pressure. pressure. Pull out, take out more. If it's drip, 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 it doesn't do anything. You have pressure. Pressure of 40 cell or whatever, 80 cell. And you're going to have... I mean, that the that in the beginning of the year. That means that you have 40 cell in one shot. It's hmm. not an issue. No? It has to flood it out. You still have to flood it out. So uh, he says, basically, you took the average. That's what. That's why the Ravid says half and half, because the Ravid, because now you look at the Ravid that says that when you do uh, that, you, one of the ways of calculation is half and half. The Cheshmer is half and half. But in the beginning, you're going to get more rain, more I'm sure of amount. In the end, you're going to get less I'm sure of amount. So you go in the middle, you say half and half, and, and that's it. So that's. But ultimately, the 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 water is going to push it out, even though. It doesn't make sense. Because as more water comes in, there's less of the original water that's going to come out. Still know that Allah is, we're making over here, that you just need the oid in this scenario. Right? That's how Allah is paskin. However, like I said, the Gulas Ilias will say, now, if you have a mikveh, which is, which is, which has mayim shovim in it, the best way would be to totally drain it. Ah, you have a shach which says that it's not like that. There's a minute, he brings from the Aguda about pumping it out. The pile, the shach himself asks on it. And the shach, I think. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Towards the end over there, he brings from the Aguda. And uh, but the coil we do we do drain out. If we have a problem, it's much better to drain it out and get all the bad water out, and then dry it properly than to than to uh, start flooding it. Because well, you, if you're going to flood it in today's mikvahs, which are much bigger, you start getting into a shaila whether you have to flood until it reaches to the top. How much of it? You have to flood. Does the new water that came in became possible or not? So it's better to just drain it, dry it out, and start from fresh.
Now, it's a practical thing. How do you do this? So you're going to drain out a mikveh with a pump. Now, you don't have, just remember, you don't put a drainage hole on the bottom bite of the mikveh or anywhere in the mikveh on the bottom because then all the water is going to be zeichel and it's being held by a pipe. And could be tzmekabal tumah. So the schila is being maimed al devon mekabal tumah, which we're going to get to in a different shir. But schila maimed maimed and so much mekabal tumah. So there's no when we build mikvahs today, we don't make a drainage system out of the mikvah. What you do is on the bottom of the bottom board, you sometimes could make a little indentation on the floor where you, you stick a pump from outside, will go, all the water will first drain out, whatever is left will fall into this little hole, and then you'll drain it from there, and then you dry it. You pat it dry with towels, or whatever else you have to dry, whichever way you have to dry it, and then you take and you put a heater into it. You wait for it, it's going to take time, it's going to drip out, you don't put tiles in the Bertachten. You don't put tiles in the Bertachten anyways. You don't need to. Nobody's looking over there. Tiles are for looks. You don't have to do a... You don't have to put tiles in... What? I said you smear waterproofing before. On the concrete. You smear waterproof and then you test it. Huh? Concrete will absorb water for a long time and then ultimately it will stop absorbing water and it's not going to leak out anymore, probably, depending how the concrete is made. But we anyways do waterproofing. You smear waterproof on it and it's waterproof. So you dry the whole mikveh. Once you get all the water out and you pass towels on it, then you put a heater, like the regular space heaters that blows hot air. You put that into the bertachten until the walls are what we call bone dry. As you look at it, and there's absolutely no moisture on the walls. That's how you dry, practically, that's how you dry a bite. means first you dry it well, after you get rid of all the water, you put the, you put the, the space heater into there, and that blows, is, it's going to blow those, those heaters that you plug in, and it blows hot air, and that's going to totally dry it. Then you inspect it, then you can start filling it up again. If you have even any problem of water coming in, you have to make sure before the rainwater floods in that it's going to be completely dry so you don't have any shyness of gimel lugin. Like I said before, when it comes to amshach, you also want to make sure there's no mekabel, there's no, this doesn't go on anything mekabel tumo after amshach because then you completely messed up the whole idea of amshach. You have to make another amshach after. Now, the next year is going to be at some point next week. We're going to, you know, I'm probably going to do practical. There's one more, there's going to be one more practical, but before that, I, I'm going to try to do Shinui Mare with, uh, with wine and maybe get into the snow and ice. So we don't hold on that.